from my dining table or my living room couch, and sometimes even my bedroom, this is Soon to Be Esquire, the podcast. I'm your host, Madison Tory. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Soon to Be Esquire. How are you doing today? How are you doing on this fine, amazing day, Saturday, Saturday morning, whatever time you're watching or not watching, but listening to this episode? How are you? How are you doing? Um, I am so excited to get into this episode, and this episode is a really good one. What we are going to be doing is we're going to be talking about exam season, the final season. And for a law student, this is really the time that most people talk about whenever they are thinking of law, of law school or, or their time as a law student. This, the particular time, this particular month, month and a half, um, maybe even two months, depending on how long you're studying for, um, it's really, this is the time that most people refer to when they are thinking about their time through law school or if they're looking back from their previous years and their other classes with their professors and trying to give advice to some other pre-law students. And sometimes they don't, um, they might not have the intention to, um, but those stories you hear 90% of the time it occurred during the final season um, as everyone's trying to buckle down and get ready for your two weeks of exams. And so I just wanted to have an episode where I come and talk about some of the success and some of the failures that I've had, not only with my exams, but also studying as well. Because I know for me during orientation, they try to give you so much information within that week. And I mean, typically you're not there for an entire day. You spend about maybe half of your day, you know, no more than five or six hours at it on a day trying to learn as much information as you can from the faculty and staff about how to be successful as you can as a law student. And they introduce you first to a method of studying. Some law schools um, refer to it as a 3-2-1. Some law schools just refer, refer to it as a study plan schedule. Um, so I just would like to explain to you all kind of what that is, what it means, but then also how to study. Most of students who are in law school, they did pretty well in undergrad and they did extremely well in the workplace. And that's also why they've come to law school now, whatever their background might be, whether it was directly from undergrad, um, from the workforce, or maybe they took time off before getting to law school um, with other obligations that they may have. Whatever they did previously, they excelled at. And so for people who typically, you know, went straight from undergrad or took two years off from undergrad, usually during that time, those four years or however long it took that person, they didn't have to study as hard. (laughs) And so I know for me and my roommates during that time, um, 
whenever we would study, it would be like, okay, let me take a week to study for this test. Let me take a week or two to study for this final exam. And that's just, it's so different from law school because really you're studying for the entire semester. You're, you're still learning as you prepare for this final examination. And I'll explain later as to how um, I do that, how other law, law students do that, and um, what I did last year as well um, to help me prepare for my examinations. But I know, okay, so I, first I guess I'll start with undergrad, just kind of a brief little history and synopsis of what I did in undergrad. I know all four years when I was an undergrad, um, I, I did not have to study that much at all just because I immediately in class, you know, I'm taking notes before class and reading the material and after class, um, I would organize my notes a bit. And honestly, all I had to do for studying was my method was just using flashcards. So I would use flashcards. I would go over my notes um, but I never really did anything like I'm doing now, like making an outline or um, doing practice exams. I, I never did that before um, last year, my first year in law school. And so um, that's what I mean when I say students before just didn't really have to study in order to achieve um, the grades that they wanted just because you don't have to put in so much work just to have an average grade. And um, as I said, you know, I'll explain later as to what I did last year and what I'm doing now. But now I want to talk about what some law schools may explain to their students as a three to one study schedule. And so three to one that is when you are studying a certain subject for three days straight, then you study a subject for two days straight, and then you study a, stu- a subject for one day. And you can definitely change this schedule for whatever accommodations you may need, whatever circumstances or situations that you have in your life. You can make it to a 5 4 3 two, one which I think is a bit extreme. Um, you can do a Four, three, two, one, which I know some um, students have done. I know what works for me now, and what works for me is just a three, two, one. And so I will continue to explain this, and then I'll tell you exactly how I study on these days and what I do. Um, just because I know during orientation, they said, Here, this is what you would do. On Sunday, you're going to start studying, let's say, evidence. So you would study evidence for three days. So Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, evidence for that entire day. And then Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you're going to study constitutional law. And then Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, you're going to study wills, trusts, and estates. And you would continue doing those three for each class that you have. And so whatever your first final is, that's what you're going to start studying first. So my first final is um, constitutional law. So I have started studying constitutional law first. And then after that is wills, trust, and estates. And then after that, it's evidence. And so, um, so on and so forth. And first, I would do constitutional law for three days. And I, this week, I started on Monday, actually. 
So Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, I do constitutional law. And Thursday, Friday, and now today, I am going to be studying wills and trusts. Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday will be evidence. And so on and so forth with the rest of the classes that I have. And once I have finished my last set of study days for the three, for those three study days for the classes that I do have, that's when I would start the two study days. And I would then study constitutional law, constitutional law, wills and trusts, wills and trusts, evidence, evidence, IP, IP, so on and so forth. Um, I hope you understand the gist of what I'm explaining. It's a lot easier (laughs) when you put it on a calendar and you can see um, exactly what days you're studying, um, what subject. And so for me, once I finally figure out what material I am supposed to be studying, once I kind of lay out everything and understand, okay, what my first final is, what my last final is, that's when I go ahead and add everything into my calendar. Of course, my planner, I love, I I like everything to be handwritten. I'm not the biggest fan of online planners or textbooks online just because, I don't know, I don't like it. I like having something in my hand that I can feel and that I can hold on to. Um, Like my notes, I decided I'm going to, whenever I prepare for a class, case briefs and everything like that, I am going to have that online. But um, typically in class last year, my notes in class were on my computer. Now, whenever I'm in class, which is through Zoom, I have to handwrite it. So my attention is um, where it needs to be. And it's just not all over the place thinking about other things that may pop up on my MacBook, like a reminder to do this, a reminder to do that. I just want my focus to be in the class. And so that's what helps me. Anyways, that I went off on a tangent there. But for the study plan, um, what I like to do when I actually get into it is for week one, which is kind of that three-day, but I guess I shouldn't really call it a week, but the three-day weeks, because it's going to take you at least a week and a half, maybe two weeks, depending on how many classes you have. But for the three days, what I do is on the first day, depending where I am, with that class on the first day, I need to make sure that my outline is completed. And so um, on the first day of the three-day study plan, I have to complete my outlines. And so whether that means, oh, I started my outline a month ago or a month and a half ago, and I haven't added to my outline in two weeks or in one week, oh, that's going to kind of set my time back for the study plan I have. Let me just hurry up and get it out of the way on day one. That's what I like to do. And then on day two of the three-day plan, so if I'm studying constitutional law for three days, day one, I'm going to complete my outline. Day two, I like to review my outline and then I compare it to um, my notes that I have. So although you are creating your, um, you're creating your outline from your notes and from your case briefs and whatever supplemental material that you may have. I, what I like to do is I just compare it to my notes to make sure I'm not missing any information. What I also like to do is I compare it to, um, some of the Barbary lectures 
and they have these video lectures on Barbary. And Barbary is a bar preparation course. Um, once students graduate law school, you know, they have to take the bar exam. And Barbary is one of the platforms that helps law students prepare for the bar exam. But they also have other material in such as helping students prepare for the NPRE, which I talked about a little bit um, earlier on this season, um, preparing students for their 1L classes, their 2L classes, and 3L classes. And so with the classes that they do offer, um, they have like constitutional law, evidence, wills and trusts, they have property, all these other subjects that they have, and they're really helpful. And so the classes that I use that for are typically just kind of my generalized classes and not classes that are a bit more specific. So classes such as like civil procedure, constitutional law, um, evidence, those are classes I know I, I can definitely use on Barbary and it won't confuse me with the material that I've learned or with the material that my professor wants me to specifically mention. So like last year I tried using Barbary, one of the Barbary lectures to help just kind of reinforce some information that I knew or if I had questions about something or if I was unsure about something, I just wanted to go back, look at one of these video lectures they had about a certain topic. Um, but for my contracts course, my professor was pretty specific in what language he wanted us to use. And he explained some of these principles in a different way that the Barbary lecture professor was than the way that the Barbary professor was explaining them in the video lecture. And so what I had to do, I just looked at one lecture and I decided, okay, I can't rely, I can't use this as kind of a supplemental study aid in this specific class because I know, it, I don't want to say it was necessarily contradicting what my professor had to say. However, it was definitely confusing me. And so the fact that it was confusing me, I just didn't want to continue to add add like that information to my brain, to my memory, to whatever learning that I had going on because I did not want to put on the exam necessarily something that was right. But although it was right, it wouldn't make sense to me. And because it wouldn't make sense to me on the exam, I wouldn't be able to explain it back to the professor in the way that I would be required to in an exam answer. Anyways, so like I was saying, certain classes like civil procedure, constitutional law, evidence, maybe wills and, wills and trusts every now and then. Those classes definitely were amazing um, for, for, for studying for those classes. But other classes like contracts and torts, I just didn't. I decided not to use the video lectures because um, on some of the subjects it wasn't working. However, I would say for torts last year, Although a majority of the video lectures didn't help, some of the some of those lectures specifically on negligence, oh my gosh, it helped me so much because I was lost with causation when it came down to negligence and kind of the steps with cause and fact and everything like that. But anyways, back to the study plan. So day one, like I said, I would complete my outline if it was not finished or if it was not updated. And then on day two, I would review that outline and kind of go over Barbary lecture videos if that's what I needed. If I didn't do Barbary lecture videos at that time, what I 
always do for all of the classes is I use the Barbary learning questions. So after every lecture video they have, they also have learning questions and they're multiple choice. You have any type of questions ranging from 10 to 30 sometimes, depending on how important a certain topic is. And it's amazing because it helps once again, reinforce that information. And of course, with every answer that you get right or you, or get wrong, they provide an explanation with the reasoning for that answer. And it's extremely helpful. They also compare it to other answers that are listed in the multiple choice question. And they explain why that is the wrong answer as well. And so they have that online and um, the 1L mastery courses, which is what they call it, it's completely free. The 2L and 3L one, it's not. But I mean, if you just, you know, go online and look into that, um, that's no problem. Um, and you get a really great book with it. It's awesome. It has helped me so much last year and it's still helping me this year. And so on day three of the three-day plan. So after I complete my outline, after I'm comparing the outline to lectures and doing some multiple choice questions, day three, what I like to do, I know it's extremely soon, but I like to do a practice exam. So on day three, I do a practice exam. It depending on the subject, sometimes I will maybe do a short review. So I'll either look at kind of a lecture video or I will refer back to my outline, or maybe I'll do some more practice questions. Depending on how confident I'm feeling about the subject, I know that no matter what that last day of the three-day week, I have to take a practice exam because I need to see how much I know, how much I do not know. Um, And for me, I take a practice exam, and of course I use the... I kind of, I don't time myself, but I definitely know, okay, they're giving me three hours to complete this exam, or they're giving me three and a half hours to complete this exam. And I try to keep my headspace there. However, for this exam, I just use it more so as an evaluation of where I am. And uh, with the results, I just look at, okay, this is where I need to be, or great, I'm good in this area, so I'm not going to spend as much time studying this material, but I know for a fact that I need to get this other material down and I need to do it as soon as possible. So that's what I like the practice exam for within the three day, within my three day plan week. I mean, study week, just because it's, I think it's one of the most helpful things that anyone can do at that time. Because if you're just studying a bunch of stuff, you don't put it into practice until your two day week. I think it's a bit too late because then if you're doing a practice exam at that point, of course you can adjust your schedule to however you need it to be, but it's a little too late because then you only have a few days to really get all this information in. And if you do it during this three-day week when you're first starting out and you're like, okay, you know what? I need to spend a lot more time on this subject than I do in my other classes. So you can add a day. You can take a day off from any other class. I know for me, constitutional law, um, it's a subject that in some areas, some parts of constitutional law, I'm like, okay, I get this, no problem. And in other areas, I'm like, okay, I know I need to spend a lot more time on this. 
And when it comes down to that, I decide, okay, I know in Willsling Trust, great. I completely, like this class is great. I'm understanding a majority of the topic. So if I need to, I can split Willsling Trust study day. I can split it in half with adding constitutional law on, or I can make that entire day that was going to be a study day for Willsling Trust just dedicated to constitutional law. Um, what I also think is so great about someone customizing their study plan is that if they feel that they definitely should take a break during the weekends or maybe one day a week not study at all, they can definitely do that if you plan and schedule in time ahead. And I think as soon as they release that final exam schedule, that's when you should be making your study plan. Because if you wait until it's too late and you realize, oh my gosh, I'm going stir crazy, I need to take a moment to myself or I need to take a moment and be around friends and family, it's a little too late because guess what? Now you just lost a day. So for me, what I like to do is I always take Thanksgiving off no matter what. That day, I'm not studying at all on that day. So I account for that in my study plan. So Thanksgiving, I have that day off. Um... A day that I also, every other week during the weekends, I take one day off. So every two weeks, basically, I have one day off during the weekend where I can just breathe. Um, And then I, (laughs) you all know, I talked about in the last episode, I'm going to be traveling up to Illinois to be with family for the rest of the year. And so I had to take another day off, a day and a half actually, to do that because it's going to take a lot of just getting life together in order to get up there. And so I decided, okay, I basically I have four days off altogether. This is how I'm going to have to space everything out and adjust my schedule accordingly. And that is okay. You don't have to study every day back to back if it is draining you. However, I think there is some importance in doing this three, two, one. So like having three days in a row is extremely helpful. And so the way that I scheduled everything was that, okay, all of these subjects are going to be three in a row. I'm going to take a break between the three days and the two day weeks, the study plan weeks, because that's when I'm going to need a break. And then I also decided, okay, between these two subjects during the two day plan week, I can take a, a day off here. Between the two days and the one day, I can take a break off there. And so that has tremendously helped me um, in my studying and and also in the results I've had during the final exam season last year. And so me just doing that, um, me being aware of just kind of taking time to myself earlier on um, was extremely helpful for me as well, just because I knew going in so many people were saying okay mental health is extremely important you need to make sure that you're taking care of yourself your physical health is important as well doing something getting active and so I basically already knew early on all right no matter what I need to make sure I'm making myself a priority and so moving on to the two-day study plan weeks The first thing I do on the study days during the two days is I do another practice exam So those days I do a practice exam, I am typically in a study group and a group of friends who also have that same class. 
and we basically do the practice exam together. Now, we're not physically together when we do the practice exam. One day, we're like, okay, hey, you guys, do you want to meet on this day to review the 2015 exam or the 2018 exam? Yep, sounds good. I'll meet you back at the library the next day at this time. And that's what I mean. So we all just go home or or we go in different areas of the library or an empty classroom. We take our exam. Don't even basically don't even look at it after that. And then the next day, what we do is we review together, um, which is extremely helpful. And whenever we review together and we talk about it out loud, oh my gosh, it's amazing because you know everyone's not going to understand the same topic, the same sub, the same um, subject exactly. You know, they're not going to have that same. Um, perspective or the understanding. And so one student might understand the takings clause more than another student might understand standing and under constitutional law. And so it's extremely helpful to be in a study group like that. But what's even more helpful is when, okay, once you take that practice exam, after you have reviewed, you guys get a general list of questions that you need answered. And the reason why I like to do this on the two-day study plan week and not the one-day study plan week is because most professors, they decide, okay, hey guys, I'm going to answer all your questions up until X date. Um, for my professors, they do 24 hours before an exam, is at, before an exam, which I mean, they're really giving you more than enough time to come to them and ask them questions about um, whatever you're having issues with. And so you obviously, you definitely don't want to be taking a practice this exam 24 hours before your test and you realize, oh my gosh, I have so many questions about this specific um, topic. What am I going to do? My exam is tomorrow. And so having that time, at least a week and a half or even one week before you're taking your practice exam is so important because you can just go ahead and email your professor like, hey, I was in a study group. We all took this practice exam. These are the generalized questions we have. Here are some areas half of us miss. Can you explain this to us? Or, hey, if you don't have time to explain it to us, this is the answer we came up with. I would love for you to review it really quick. Obviously, I know your time is very important and it's valuable. So just let me know. Give me a list of bullet points I need to cover, and I'm going to bring it back to the study group. Once again, review it with them. So that's everything that I do on the first day of the two-day study plan. So technically, I guess, the two-day study plan is more like, the first day is more like a day and a half because you have to take that practice exam. And then you're also reviewing that practice exam with your study group and you're asking a professor about it as well. And then on day two of the two-day study plan, I do kind of, I guess, a learning day. So although, yes, I was with my study group on that first day and I reviewed the practice exam, now I know what's wrong because I think it's, I know for me, it's a lot to take a practice exam and then you're reviewing it. And if you're trying to learn it on the same day as you did all of that, mm -mm, my brain is fried. I'm tired. I'm I'm not going to retain that information. I'm not receptive to that. And so I decided, all right, I need an extra day. So on day two, I like to do a little learn. And I just, that's all, that's all I have written down for it. I just have learn. That's it. And so I look at my practice exam. I 
once again, you know, look at, look at everything I missed. Um, by this point, I would say if your professor hasn't responded to your email the next day, they'll get back to you the day after that. And once again, of course, you can adjust your schedule accordingly. On this day, I usually know, all right, let me take just half the day to do this if my professor hasn't gotten back to me. Um, give them an extra day. Once again, they're busy. And so half the day, I will do everything that I know I need to learn. The other half, maybe I'll do another practice exam for that next subject that I'm doing on the next two-day study plan. So if it's constitutional law, you know, the day before that, I had my study group or reviewing our practice exam. And then that day of that two-day study plan for con law, what I'm doing is learning a bunch of things that I have missed on the practice exam, trying to make sure and reinforce this information that I know I need to know, that I know I have missed when I was trying to explain what something is in this exam. And so that's what I like to do on day two. And I'm only going to do that for half a day. The other half, I am taking a practice exam and stopping. I'm leaving it there. I think it's really important for you to know your limits and not to push them too much and and go past that. Because if you are going past your limits and you're studying all day and nonstop, that's not going to help you. You're not going to retain any of that information. And so you need to kind of have some trial and error. And it's really going to take some time to understand, all right, what, how is this working for me? And so what I did last year, I was, I understood, okay, first semester, obviously that's, that's a learning, that's, that's a, that's a learning semester. You figure out what works for you and what doesn't work for you. Um, and that you just really want to pay attention to how your understanding certain principles and certain methods, certain topics in your classes. And uh, I knew for me, okay, this class, I completely understand this a certain way. Um, I know I can definitely do an outline for this class. I know for civil procedure, I did a mixture of an outline, but also a flow chart. I, I needed to see, okay, for this class, I needed to understand. All right, so I start here and I go here. For contracts, basically, a majority of, I guess, what you would typically call an outline, a majority of that was basically flowcharts. And um, for that class, I knew I needed it because just seeing the words on a piece of paper, that wasn't helping me at first. And it wasn't until um, three, four weeks before the final um, that I realized, okay, I need to write this down on a whiteboard. Let me start here. This is step one. This is step two. And seeing that, I realized, okay, you know what? A flow chart actually works better for me. And knowing that, it helped me go into second semester when I was trying to prepare for final examinations. And it definitely, definitely extremely paid off. And so um, for this year, you might be a bit different. You know, maybe instead of the Barbary lecture videos, you may just do um, kind of look back at your recordings for class. I know since a majority of everyone's classes are online this semester, there's a platform where you have to store all of that. <laughs> and so whether it be with Microsoft Teams or Zoom, or maybe if they pre-uploaded some lectures on YouTube, guess what? You can go back to those lectures. Whatever you don't understand, you're, you really have an opportunity to look back throughout your entire semester and realize, okay, 
I know. Let me rewatch this specific class. Let me let me go back to this exact moment and try to grasp what I couldn't understand then and immediately email your professors on those questions that you had. And I, th- I think that was extremely helpful for me too in constitutional law because that's what I started doing this week. And so in conjunction, conjunction with my Barbary lecture videos, um, I was like, okay, this is great. However, I know my professor, I definitely like her learning style, her teaching style a lot more um, than what they had on Barbary. And so I just went back. I'm like, okay, let me look back at this video. Okay, great. Now that I'm able to go back and understand it, hey, and this discussion post they have on Canvas or discussion post they have on Blackboard, or if you want to directly email them, add it there. Ask your questions. Um, and really, that's what your professors would like you to do anyways. Or schedule some type of office hour with them and ask all of your questions. I had to actually do that for evidence. It necessarily wasn't my, it wasn't my study day for evidence yet. That starts tomorrow, actually on Sunday. But as I was preparing for class and I was still doing some practice questions with the study group, I was like, okay, why am I not getting this? I'm trying to grasp this. I thought I understood it at the moment. This, this is what my notes are saying. But for some reason, whenever I'm doing these practice questions, I keep forgetting or I'm not truly understanding what this means. So I just emailed her one night, hey, can we meet tomorrow or the day after? Anytime that works for you because I'm having a really hard time. She was like, great, no problem. See you tomorrow morning. And I hashed out all of my questions. It was amazing. And now I feel more confident than what I did previously. And that's really the point of it all. You just want to feel more confident about what you're doing. The only way to do that is to practice as much as you can and then obviously to ask questions about things you don't understand. Anyways, (laughs) that's what I do on the last day of the day two study plan. And then on the very last day, basically the day before you're taking your exam, this one day study week, I it depends on the class. So sometimes what I like to do, sometimes... I like to do another practice exam, and that really, really, (laughs) it depends. Um, During any study plan that I have, any study schedule for the entire exam season, I know for each class, I feel confident if I do at least two practice exams. That's how I feel confident. I feel good that way. Two practice exams, okay, all right. I'm at least somewhat familiar with the style of their exam. I know, okay, I can kind of see a pattern on what this particular professor likes to test on. If I'm not able to see a pattern, let me go back in my notes and see what did they stress about? What did they say you need to have in your notes um, for the final? And that's, that's what I kind of like to do. So on the last day for each class, it depends. If I feel like I'm not so confident, what I do is I do another practice exam. And I definitely tie myself on this one and I also tie myself on the practice exam for the day two practice exams for the day two study plan I mean and um, so usually the very last practice exam or the practice exam before that if I do three practice exams oh my gosh how many times can I say practice exam that that's when I tie myself and it's 
important that you do just so you know, okay, this is the amount of information that I can get typed or written down within this period of time. And you're definitely going to want to know that you don't want to end up taking an examination where you have five minutes left and you haven't even gotten to your last question yet. You know, that (laughs) that's a nightmare. That is a nightmare um, that I definitely had last year. But now I just timed myself and it definitely helped out. And so the last day I either do a practice exam or I just really take this day to relax a bit or um, do a bit more of learning. And so for, well, I guess on the one day study plans, I actually have two days right before my exam. So um Technically, I guess it's a two-day, but I like to leave one day before the exam to kind of relax a bit because I don't want to stress myself out too much. Because what you're not going to learn everything. You can't cram everything you need to know the day before. So I just don't even like to rely on that day um, really for anything. So I guess technically two days before my exam, that's when I do my practice exam or that's when I kind of do some learning, reinforcing the material. And then the day before, I just review my outline. I just skim it, skim my outline, highlight a few things, write some notes down like, okay, yep. And I also like to kind of make my outline a checklist. So on my, on my outline, I have to print it off and I put check marks by everything that I completely understand. I'm like, oh, great. I got that. This is no problem. I completely understand that. And then I star some things like, okay. I remember going over this in the practice exam. However, I know I struggled with this and I just kind of highlight it over and over again. I underline it. I make notes off to the side to make sure that, hey, you know what? This is an area that you have struggled with. This is kind of um, a little outline that I would use to go into that question, into that specific question if I have it on an exam. And if I don't do that, I just usually review my outline. Or I like to make what I like to call a little um, cheat sheet, but it's just your outline condensed in two pages. And so what I like to do, I call it like my cheat sheet approach to exams. And so this helped me so much for last year during torts and contracts and what I do is I put everything in steps so for my torts class what I did there I separated everything out within kind of two pages and so one page was negligence approach to exams the other page was intentional torts approach to exams and so step one for my negligence part of towards, I was saying, step one, determine the standard of care, what standard of care applies. And then under there, I was like, okay, it's general, professional, fiduciary duty, you know, malpractice, whatever it may be, children, landowners, rule of law, basically negligence per se. And it was just bullet points. I don't have anything explaining anything else. It's just bullet points that kind of trigger my memory. And that's what I would create the day before the exam. And I would look at it the day of the exam, just like, okay, this is all I need going into the exam. This is it. And, you know, basically, and 
when you're actually in the exam, you just throw it away and go into it and kind of trying to picture what all the steps are. And then for like negligence, step two, I said, what is the evidence of proof? It's either circumstantial evidence, it's a violation of statute, it's expert testimony. It may be customs to establish your standard of care. It may be um, race ipsiloquitur. Um, step three, and I have identify the breach. Step four is identify the causation, you know, actual cause, proximate cause, and the different tests for those underneath, like but for substantial factor tests, and then I have alternative causes, all these different things, but it's just bullet points. I don't want any explanations. I want as few and as little words as possible. It's just something to trigger my memory. Um, I have found that extremely helpful. And I hope that in explaining my study schedule with some references back to what I did the first semester and second semester of my 1L year, what I plan on doing this year with this crazy online platform that we have going on now. Um, I hope that that was somewhat helpful for you in realizing, okay, yes, this is what I was introduced to during orientation. Yes, this is what they said a 3-2-1 is, but this is really how you would study. I, I honestly did not know how to do that until it was final season. And I had to ask a 2 I'm like, okay, hey, when they say 3-2-1, when they say study, like, what does that mean? All I am being told is to do an outline and to do a practice exam. I don't know what that means at all. And so it wasn't until someone kind of sat down with me and explained the whole system. And I'm like, okay, all right, thank you. I appreciate it. Now I know this is what works for me. This is what doesn't work for me. And whenever they say outline, y'all, that just means it's just a tool that has all the information, all of the information from the entire semester that you have learned and that was brought to you from your professor. So that can be in a traditional outline sense with kind of like A, B, C, subsection I or subsection one, two, three, however you like it. It could be a flow chart. I love flow charts. I'm definitely a visual learner. I like um, for things to kind of be on a spreadsheet for me. That's what helps me really understand a topic. Um, If you're a hands-on learner, I would suggest printing your outlines or printing your notes or writing down your notes to really reinforce this information for you. Do flashcards. I love flashcards. I know specifically second semester for me, for my property class, I relied on flashcards to help me study for my midterm and for my final examination. And it it was amazing. It was great. And so... um, Whatever material it is that you use, whatever method it is that you use, um, just, of course, figure out what works for you, but stick to it. Stick to your study plan as much as possible. It's so easy to fall off. So I just encourage you during this trying time to just remember, you know what? It's only for this month. It's only for this month and a half. It is not forever kind of think back on the good times um, that you had when making friends and having your virtual mixers and talking with some professors. 
kind of just remember that and think, okay, I know this isn't going to last forever. It's literally going to be over so soon. Um, So good luck to you. And I wish nothing but the best for you for the rest of the semester. Uh, No, this is not the last episode of the season. We have um, actually only a few more, as in like two, um, before the season is over and you start again in January. But anyways, thank y'all so much for continuing on this journey with me. I hope that you have a great and fantastic Saturday. Um, Have an amazing weekend. Stay safe. Tell your family you love them. (laughs) Um, And just have a good one. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Soon to Be Esquire with me, your host, Madison Torrey.